Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. I'm so glad you're joining me for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 89 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men challenge. I'm so glad you are going on this journey with me. We're growing together. We're going through an adventure together, right? In this podcast, I'm going to tell you the five biggest fitness mistakes that older men make. The five biggest fitness mistakes that older men make. I talk to men just like you, a little bit older, busy, productive lives. You're serious. You want this badly. You have references of success. You have confidence because of business and because of your family, of stability and structure that you created over these years. You have a sense of confidence, and that confidence is coming over to fitness, and something isn't matching up. All right, you're in the top 20%. I can talk about that more during this podcast, but we wouldn't get in the top 5% like you are in everywhere. You have that drive and determination. Looking better than most men your age is not good enough, but you just can't seem to put it together. You plateaued. The chances are great. You're making one or all five of these five biggest fitness mistakes that older men make. And this isn't about my personal experience. This isn't that I've just been doing this at the highest level for 31 years personally. I've talked to men. Busy, productive lives, a little bit older, top grinders like you, high expectations, confident. All right, want to get in that top 5%. They don't compare themselves to others. They don't even realize they look better than most. They don't care. They want more out of this. I am talking to you. And in this podcast, I'm going to tell you the five biggest fitness mistakes that older men make and their solutions. I'm going to give you an opportunity to reach out. Let's solve these once and for all so you'll know what to do. It's just a matter of doing it. Simplicity. Put all that intelligence, hard work in the right direction. I'm going to do that for you and a whole lot more in this podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. So glad you're joining me here for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 89 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Old Men Challenge. I'm so glad that you've joined me, not only here today, but throughout this entire journey and make it to the end. We've got 11 more after today. 100 days in a row. And if you're new, joining me. I'm so glad you're here today. Uh, you can go through uh, any of these 100 Days of this uh, Workouts for Old Men Challenge, these podcasts. You can go in any order. They are all freestanding, and by the time you're finished with all, you get a really big picture of what you need to do to take your body, now that you're a little bit older, to the next level. Heck, your body, your level of knowledge, your level of knowledge with training, your level of knowledge with nutrition, how things really work, and your confusion, frustration, and overwhelm. Take your passion and energy to the next level, your sense of certainty with these fitness strategies, the effective and efficient use of your willpower, focus, energy, and time as you move forward. Right? Your longevity, your health, going to take all of that to the next level as you listen to these podcasts that we're doing together. Again, I'm so glad you're here. In this podcast, I want to tell you the five biggest fitness mistakes that older men make. The five biggest fitness mistakes that older men make. Right? So let me give you a little bit of background. Uh, I think if you listen to these podcast, I think you can tell I've done this for quite a while, <laughs> all right? 31 years, and, and really, I'll tell you, the uh, first, uh, I guess, 20 years or so, 20, 20 years, just extreme, extreme, extreme focus, passion, energy, doing whatever it takes, reading all the magazines at the time, taking in all the information, willing to not only try the different strategies, 
to get to a higher level. Sometimes I tried different strategies and it took me back. But every single time, I broke it down with passion and energy. These aren't just theories of what I talk about. I mean, they've been tried, trusted, and used. And so, you know, when you hear about whatever it is, a certain training routine, I've done it. A, a certain uh, a diet or, a, you know, a, I, I've done it, okay? I've done it with, like, my life depended on it, you know, <laughs> all right? And I matured, I graduated, I, I've added, I've deleted, all right? But not only what I have done under those extreme conditions and that extreme focus to really be able to evaluate its impact. Forget about me, all right? I talk to men I have four years. I've always been coaching men. You know, maybe sometimes it was younger men like me when I was younger, and maybe a lot of them were serious, uh, really serious about it, unlike, you know, the older men with busy productive lives who I cater to now, right? But really over the last few years, right, it's just been talking to men just like you, a little bit older, but not just a little bit older. You got busy productive lives, smart men, successful men. And I want to talk about that too. There's a sometimes there's a challenge that you're so smart and you're productive and you got things figured out in your regular life. That's a good thing, but it may be challenging you here when it comes to cracking the code of taking your body to the next level now that you're a little bit older. Now, not only is this for older men with busy productive life who I talk to, you know, really it's men who are determined to become the best that matches their opinion of themselves, what they've worked for with their regular life, all right? Their business, their family, they've worked very hard. They don't compare themselves to other men. They've never done that. And because they haven't done that, they've achieved this higher level. It's them versus them. So what I'm talking about is you. You understand it's you versus you. You're just oblivious. The other men aren't putting in the effort. They don't have your standards. They don't have your values. So why compare yourself to them? Right? And you want to apply that to your fitness. So that's a mentality. So you're either already, and you may not realize this because, again, I understand you don't compare yourself to other men, but you're already in the top 20%. If they line up, you know, a hundred men like you, your age, all right, just say you're 55 years old, right? And it's all men because this is the human body, what it can do, how much muscle, how much body fat, how great it can look, how good it can feel. So it's not just the men who put as much effort in as you that you're, you need to compare yourself to. Not just the gym goers. And if you look around, there's not a lot of 55-year-old gym goers, really. I mean, collectively around the world, there's numbers, but percentage-wise, there's not a lot. All right, so, but you gotta compare yourself to the, all the 55-year-old men who uh, live and breathe, because that's more indicative of how the human body works. Now, again, they don't work as hard as you, but you gotta appreciate the fact that you are easily in the top 20%. If I lined up 100 of you in a grocery store on a Saturday, a super big giant, you know, I don't know, Costco type grocery store on a Saturday, I said, all the 55-year-old men, come on over here. And there was 100. You would easily be in that top 20 in the physiques. Now, again, I like I said in this, this metaphor that I'm using, this analogy, all right, the scenario that I'm setting up, uh, these aren't just men who work out, take it seriously, but just all men who are 55. You would easily be in the top 20%. It's important that you understand that because, look, as you age, the body can do a lot. But, you know, it can do so much. Whether uh, some uh, men are uh, taking advantage of what it could do or not, right, there are limitations. So you got to appreciate where you are. 
And so when I talk to the men, right, if it's a man who wants that, he wants to get that top 20% and beyond, he may not be there now. You may be 30 pounds over 50, but that's not your identity of how you do anything and you want to apply that mentality uh, to your workouts. And again, you might be 50 pounds away, but you're determined uh, to get there soon. And let me tell you that you can be 50 pounds overweight if you have the right attitude. You listen to the things that I'm saying, right? Especially if you go on a coaching journey with me where I can talk to you one-on-one and really clear things up. And we do it for enough time so it becomes a part of your personality. So you don't, you know, do all this thinking and going back and forth. And, you know, we make the transformation of your mind and body and your lifestyle and your thinking. We put it in your DNA so you have it for the rest of your life, right? But you can get there probably within a year. You can be in that top 20% amongst men, like you, let's just say 55 years old. With, with You don't even really have to know what you're doing, but just work really hard. You can get that within a year. Right? So the men who I talk to, or they're there already, or they will be. They know that they're going to work hard and get there. So now you're in the top 20, but you didn't work this hard just to get this far. You want to get in that top 5%. Now you have to know what you're doing. Now you have to know what you're doing. And I'm telling you, I talk to men all the time, seven days a week. I can't even count how many men in that exact category. And when they come to me, you were talking exactly to me. Remember, I deal with the whole globe, right? (laughs) Not just where I live in California, not just the United States, not just North America, all over the world, right? You'd be surprised the common thinking and the common mistakes of smart men, successful men like you. All right, so you got to understand as you're trying to figure this out, you're probably trying to figure out things that I've helped out <laughs> 100, 200 men last, you know, last six months figure out. All right, so there's no sense going on alone. So take what I'm saying to heart and make sure you listen to number five because number five probably ties this all in why you may be working hard and you got in that top 20% and you can't budge. The, the progress has stopped. All of your effort, it's not budging. And it's not going to budge until you know what you're doing. You've got to make sure you're not doing one or any of these, the five biz- biggest mistakes that older men make. So let me talk about them. I just want to tell you how I know this stuff. I'm not just making this stuff. It gets, I, it gets repeated over and over and over and over again. So if you have this mindset, we got to break it. All right? Because I tell you, you know, it's like if you were... Uh, if you were in Texas, right, and you want to get to New York City, right, and you were going west, I don't care how ambitious you are. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care what you've accomplished outside of your fitness, so to speak, all right? I don't care what you've done. I don't care how fast you drive. I don't care anything you've done. If you are going west, like towards California, you're never going to get to New York. I guess, I guess. If you're persistent and you live to, I guess, 82 years old, you'll go all the way, you'll go west, go all the way around the globe until you come back around. I guess you can eventually get to New York. But the point is, if you're doing these things, you're not going to get there. You're not going to get there. (laughs) Right? So the sooner or later, these five mistakes, your mindset needs to be readjusted. It has nothing to do with how smart you are or how determined you are. It's not going to work. Right? talking to one gentleman, right, and, uh, you know, he really wanted badly. There was just key things he just did not understand, and I assume he was really smart and good at what he does. He certainly has the attitude that it was, I can only assume whatever he did for a living or however he did his life, he was winning, 
according to him. He was winning according to him because he was using that logic and that thinking. Right? And he just wasn't doing the things I told him to do. He just wasn't doing them. With certainty, he wasn't doing them. Right now, look, when I have a coach, I love to, you know, about, you know, I can say, I say you do no question like Karate Kid, because trust me, there's nothing that you're thinking that you're fighting about that you're ever going to be right in the long run. You're not, I, it's, it's not that I'm so brilliant. I've just done the same thing over and over and over again for 31 years. I talked to the same men with the same challenge, with the same thoughts as you over and over and over again. All right. Right. There's only one path. Right? There's only so many solutions. All right? And the bottom line, if it's not working for it, it's not work for it. So you can change now or later. And now I love it when if you say, I say, you know, do it. And it can just pass through your critical filter and you would just do it. At least try it. And if you try it, give it 100%. You will see. You will see that this information. All right? And uh, he did, you know, I know he felt he was doing things, but he was omitting things. And I would say, hey, well, you need, well, let's not talk about that. Well, I'm not going to make somebody talk about it. You know, but the problem was he thought he was so determined. You know, and one thing, you know, I don't know, he said... <laughs> It was, it was certain with, with his body fat, right? And he just said to me, you know, that, hey, look, I'm really determined. I got this piece of equipment, this, this piece of equipment, that piece of equipment, whatever. All right, look, I, you know, yeah, that's nice, but that's effort that you need to put it on your diet. All these things that I'm telling you, that's training stuff. That's effort. Yes, you're investing money. Yeah, you're taking risk. Yeah, you're hoping. That's a lot of willpower folks in your job, but it's not going to the things I'm telling you to do. So, yes, that's effort, but it's the wrong effort, and you're not going to loop around. That's the wrong direction. You're going west, and you need to go east. I don't care how much determination or how fast you go or, you know, whatever, <laughs> right? You need to go the other way, right? So that's what I'm saying, and, it, and um, the reason why I'm so animated is because I know you want this badly, and for whatever reasons, you know, now or later, if I can break through those critical, that critical thinking, because it's not passing uh, through a lot of men's thinking. And until it does, no matter how they, much they think they want it, these are the mistakes they make. So, number one, they mistakenly believe they are going to grow. And I mean by grow muscle with training and build all this muscle, they're going to grow into the physique they want. So when I say that the physique they want, so, you know, most men... They'll, they'll skip past what their goal is. To be healthy and fit, to be lean and muscular, they might see themselves, I don't know, at six foot, uh, you know, whatever, 210 pounds, whatever that looks like to them. They see this in the mirror. That's the goal. They just assume, okay, what training program, what, you know, I'm going to do this training program that's eating. And that's where they make the mistake. All right? They just, they skip. They don't say, hey, I want to look like this. How do I do it? They skip past that and they make the assumption that this training routine is going to do it or this way of eating is going to do it. And they ask questions. Those are just the process. we got to focus on the result, right? And so, so they believe that that body that they see, that at this age, they're going to grow all this muscle size through training, the right training, rotating the training, confusing the muscle of the training, right? The right rep scheme training, that's going to grow all this muscle and transform that physique. It's not going to happen that way. The addition of quality muscle is not going to make you bigger, leaner. I mean, it will, I, I, but it's not going to happen in this lifetime. Not, not to make the transformation that you think. Right? Maybe if you would have started at 21, 
you know, you did it for, you know, 15 years back then. Maybe if you would have taken steroids, I don't know. But it's not going to match what your imagination is. That's not the approach. All right? You're not, it's, it's about getting lean and giving that illusion. It's probably just the numbers don't match on the scale, maybe the body fat percentage, maybe the measurements. But you're going to have that picture that you see. It's not going to grow muscle. So whatever your strategy is, whatever you're diving into different training routines, so you grow into that muscle, into that, it's not going to happen, right? Um, it's just not. You can look that way. You can be healthy and fit. And, you know, everything, you can look closer to me. I mean, I may have 31 years head start on you. But, you know, you can be your version of this, but it's not going to happen that way. I'm, you know, yeah, it's just not going to happen that way, right? Uh, number two, they mistakenly believe that the right training routine, the right exercises, the right rep scheme is going to transform their body. And so they keep on trying new ones. Like I said, so they think they're going to grow muscles, number one, grow muscle, like, I don't know, five pounds, 10 pounds, is going to transform to that. And number two is they think the training routine is going to build that muscle to transform. So they spend a lot of time asking the training, watching training videos, trying different training routines, working harder, feeling disappointed, going down that route. Keep on trying new ones. The willpower, focus, energy, and time thinks that's going to unlock the key to that body that they want. Number three, they mistakenly believe that the same eating habits that they've used to get there, again, they're in the top 20%. They look better than most, but they kind of want to lose the, 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 the gut, maybe even have abs. Certainly get rid of the love handles and the meat and the, and the, and the chest fat, the man boobs, even if it's slight. All right? They, they believe that, because they'll say, you know, I know I need to n n tighten up my eating. I think it's pretty good. I eat cleaner. Whatever they think, whatever the way they think, you know, the way they eat, their level of consistency with eating, how they think of food, what they're, you know, whatever it is, whatever combination is, because everybody has different ideas of what the right, but they feel confident enough in it. They'll say, I need to take that to the next level. But they really think that just more of the same, even though they their body has not changed in a year or six months or whatever, nothing has changed. But somehow they want to believe that they just keep on doing the same thing. Something's going to change. Maybe the weight training is going to fall. They think that doing the same, uh, you know, the uh, same eating habits, that amount of effort, that amount of intensity, the same strategies is going to get them leaner. Somehow it's just going to kick in someday and get them leaner. It's going to break through a plateau and get them leaner. Right, and you know that, like I said, they'll admit. Well, you know, I know need to learn more about my diet or this or that. They don't identify what it is. They're not aggressively, you know, uh, you know, getting back, knocked down nine times. Okay, this isn't it with my workouts. I mean, with my eating, this isn't what is it? This is get knocked down nine times, get up ten. They don't have anything close to that aggressiveness to figure out and crack the code to nutrition. But they mistakenly believe that the same eating habits. Are someday they're going to kick in and get them lean, and they're hoping that the weight training and the, that muscle transformation, right? Number four, okay, they believe that the extra fat they immediately have, they're, you know, they know they're carrying, they may call it 10 pounds um, of fat, right? They think they need that cushion, right? They shouldn't be too lean. They should stay away from a calorie deficit. They need that extra, what they might think is five or 10 pounds. They know that with that five or 10 pounds that they would see it as, they know that without it, the mad boobs would go away. They know that the abs would be showing, right? The separation of biceps, triceps, shoulders. Uh, they know that if they lost that, what they think is 10 pounds of fat, they would look better, 
right? But they need to keep it on because they're on this growth phase and they need those extra calories, that extra weight, that extra fat. And the hope is when they grow all this muscle, then whenever that is in the future, I don't know, six months, a year from now, two years from now, whenever they decide they see enough muscle, then they're going to cut down and tighten their diet because they know they got to lose that whatever they think is 10 or 15 pounds. And then boom. But they got to have that extra fat. It's not their ideal body. You know, it allows them to be a little bit loose, you know, with their diet, holding that extra body fat. But they have to, I have to do that. To have the body that I eventually want that I'm going to grow into, I have to have that. So they think that extra 10 pounds is something they need at this age. A little version, maybe a slider version, maybe a full version of bulking. They got to bulk before they get into cutting phase and then they have their ideal physique. And then number five, uh, and this is what I alluded to earlier, that they believe they have too much certainty in what they're doing. Man, I can't tell you the discussions that I get in with, you know, some men, not, you know, when I say this, all right, uh, when someone commits to me for coaching, that's the biggest thing. When you make the commitment and you just say, look, I got some skin in the game. I got to meet up with this guy. I'm investing my hopes and dreams. I better step up and do my part. You know, most of the resistance is going to go away. Then it's just a matter of me coaching you, educating you, and persuading you. All right, now let boxing in that this is the only route. You've done all these things. This is the only, you need to give it a try and make sure that they do and be there with them every week, you know, and text to be available to guide them over. Now, most men are fine. Some men, they have this confidence because, I, again, they're smart, I guess. They made a lot of money in their business or whatever. Hey, all those things I respect. They got their life together. They got a high opinion of themselves. In their reality, they're pretty, doing pretty well in life. Only this darn fitness thing. The challenge is that you're not, you can't be good at this to the, that top 5% level, just a lot of hard work. And you can't just use your logic. So if, if I'm saying some of these things, and you go, whoa, 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 explain that more, explain that more. Well, reach out to me and I'll explain it more. But these things are probably the challenge why you can't get to that top 5% no matter what you do, no matter how smart you are outside of the gym, outside of the fitness. Right, a certain humility is needed. I'm just telling you that I want you to get you to the other side. To me, what you need to do is simple. Now, is it easy? Well, I don't even know for a lot of the determined men who got in the top 20 wanted to get in the top five. I don't even really think it's hard because they're doing all this extra activity that's probably harder than to do it right. But they got to open their mind. They got to be that uh, have that humility. I say you do no question. Right now, I know we have to have rapport. That's why I do these podcasts, so you can get a sense of who I am over the 100 days, all my ups and downs and my moods and what I'm offering you. But, you know, if you want to take us, let's get going on a program. Let me just bust through. Quit trying to put this together because here's the point about using that logic. I know you're smart. I know you have a lot of experience. I know you've done well in business and maybe you're in the top 5% married and all those great things. Now, does that... An indicator that you can get this within? Yeah, you can. You can grind it out. You have your ups and downs, but do you want to wait till you're 62? Or do you want to say, look, I know a lot about a lot of stuff about a lot of things, but not in here, and I want to just get through it. I need some mentorship and get me straight out, but you got to have that open mind, right? Just like at work, you know, you get that young kid, he just, uh, just needs to listen to you. You get it. You appreciate his determination. But it's not going to work. Especially if he comes to you as a mentor, he's, he should listen. He should just 
not only do it, but do it with all his heart. Suspend his imagination of what he thinks because it's not working. If you're truly committed to get to the other side, you got to give up that ego. At least for a while, you'll see. There's nothing that I tell you here, okay? It's not even controversial. It's just slam dunk how it happens. It's just that you understand it. How I explain this to men, I said, you know, it's, and you hear me do this a lot, this help you understand is that, and I also challenge you, right? Maybe you have read a book and maybe you're not even an avid reader, but you read a book and you thoroughly enjoyed it, right? You got to use it. Maybe you don't read a lot. So when you read, you feel great that you read a book and it was kind of a great experience. Probably say you should read more. Then a couple of years later, the movie comes out. And you hear this a lot. Ah, the book was so much better than the movie. All right. And, and I just, well, just stop and think about that. Okay. I know that's the way you see it. Right. I know that's the way you see it. I honor your opinion that the way you imagine the movie after reading the book is better than the movie. But think about the author of that book, the screenwriter. They've got the reputation. They want that to succeed and be successful like a thousand times more than you as a casual reader. Uh, they have investors, millions of dollars, who want that film to be a blockbuster and make sales forever, online, DVD, DVD, box office, whatever. They hire The Rock. They hire Brad Pitt for millions of dollars, right, to invest their craft, to put their brand, to make this movie work. What do you think? They half-assed it? Think they? Yeah, let's just slap something together, <laughs> right? They're the, he was the creator of the damn book. He wrote it. But you know what? I honor. Your version is better. You know why? Because you got to fill in the nooks and crannies. You got to imagine what the star looked like. And maybe he didn't look like the rock in yours. Maybe you don't like that look. That's too muscular. Or it's not muscular enough. Maybe you think blonde guys like Brad Pitt, that's too feminine. You want a really manly guy. And that's the... Maybe the girl wasn't pretty enough for you. Maybe she was a blonde and you like brunettes. Maybe it was in cold weather and you, oh, you hate the cold weather from past experiences, whatever. You wish the scenery was in a warmer setting like you imagined it when you read the book, even though it didn't say that. All right? But you're certain that your version is better. I get it. See, that's what's happening with all the videos that you're watching, <laughs> right? I watch them. I don't see what you see. I don't extrapolate what you extrapolate. Because I know what they're trying to say. Maybe they're not as eloquent. Maybe they don't have a chance to talk to you. Maybe they're not putting as much effort in it. Because most people get it except for you. Right? And they just focus on the ones who get it and don't want to move on to something. I don't know. But it's that interpretation which is causing. You know, that's why I just love my one-on-one coaching. Because I can break in. I can, like a surgeon, identify what's tripping up. Which one of these things and how they all tie in what you're doing. Come to me for one-on-one coaching. Reach out. Let's have a discussion. Text me. 925-352-4366. WhatsApp 1-925-352-436. Text me your picture. I'll send you a, a, a link to a questionnaire. Fill that. I'll spend some time with you. See if we can bust this out. Make sense of all this. Get you to coach you, guide you, communicate with you. So your interpretation is the one you need to get to that top 5%. Because I know you want it badly. You're putting in this effort. Probably take less effort than you're doing right now. Certainly less angst, frustration, and confusion. All right, so we'll reach out. Right, I got this package for you. Whether it's my uh, entry level, time with me, the biggest fitness challenge, the older men facing their solutions, one-on-one session with me. The call is recorded. 
a 90 minute video about the biggest fitness challenges older men make. So it's, you know, a lot of things. You can say, what? What? Hey, what? it isn't that way. <laughs> right? Then 11 hours, over 12 miles, training, nutrition, motivation, system, mindset <laughs> that you need. All right, that's entry level, but you know, you want to go on a 12 week journey. So, we have this for the rest. Of I've got a lot of men who know what they want. They want to rid this angst. They want to get to the next level. They say, Look, say, I heard you, heard enough. I make decisions quickly. I know what I want. Let's do 12 weeks together. One hour every single week at the same time. We'll have this done. Individualized to you. I want to make sure you're interpreting it right and you're not missing some of these five things or more. All right, so that's going to do it for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. And here, day number 89, telling you the five biggest fitness mistakes that older men make. I was fired up. You know, you might, well, I guess I shouldn't say that, but sometimes I'm not as fired as up going through this journey of 89. But this one, because I'm really passionate about getting to the other side. You got this winner mentality, but it's not carrying over. You're missing things. I want to get you to the other side, so reach out. All right, let's take on the day with a sense of urgency. We have to when we're a little bit older. we got more time behind us than we do in front of us. Have a great day.